You're not good enough. You're not smart enough. You can't own a business, and you definitely will never make more than you did in your old corporate job. Get ready to be proactive, passionate, productive, and oh-so-profitable in a way you've never before experienced by opening your eyes to the Big Fat Lies. Now, here's the host of Big Fat Lies, business coach, shaman and seer, Jennifer Kramer-Lewis. My goodness, you guys, welcome, welcome, welcome to Big Fat Lies. And you're probably thinking to yourself, why would someone have a radio show or a podcast or talk about lies? Well, here's the thing, you guys, we have so many lies in our systems that are stopping us from being the greatness that we came here to be, especially in business, especially in your role as a business owner. And if there's a bunch of lies and you don't even know what they are, well, how can you start to change them? And so one of the things that I wanted to talk about today was you can't do that in business. Well, you do anything in business. Business has been around since, you know, people were trading special rocks for other special rocks, or they've been trading hides, or they've been trading, you know, basically anywhere people have been doing trading, lies have been existing. And so one of the things that I wanted to talk to you guys about today, here's what I promised. Let me grab my list of what I promised. This week, we're going to cover the big fat lies like a one size fits all business model. If you don't have the resume that supports this business, you will fail, you will go broke and you'll have to wear a feed bag dress. Magic has no place in business. And also the biggest fat lie of all, if you don't know how to do something yourself, then you can't direct someone else. Therefore, you must learn all of the jobs yourself. So one of the things that you're going to learn about me is that I love to laugh and I love to not think, not take things seriously. And so if you love taking things seriously, if you really enjoy taking things seriously, then you probably shouldn't actually listen to this show because what my clients tell me is that when I laugh about things, it gives them permission to change. It gives them permission to choose something differently. And it gives them permission to just relax because we all do dumb stuff. We all make stupid choices. We all have to try before we learn. And so I would love to give you permission to try before you learn and learn as you go. You know, so we talked about in the show notes for this, what about pivoting? Like, what is a pivot to you? And, you know, in business, people say, oh, well, you have to get your business plan started. Well, you know, where's your business plan? And Believe me, I recommend that you have a business plan. If you don't have a business plan, if you're kind of resistant to having a business plan, well, a business plan will tell you exactly what you need to be doing at the right time in your business. However, business plans are not one size fits all. And you have to be able to give yourself permission to change your business plan. So think about that in your business. You know, like, do you actually have a business plan? And if you don't, it might be a good idea for you to 
maybe even know the basics of having a business plan. And so for those of you who are listening right now live, I'm going to encourage you to join us in the chat room. You can even ask questions as you go. You can join us in the Zoom uh, and ask questions in the audience. I have uh, Keisha's here, my show producer, will usher you into the live studio audience where you can come and ask questions about you can't do that in business. <laughs> it's so funny, you guys. I have these conversations with people all the time. If you end up sitting with me on a plane going somewhere, if you end up sitting with me, you know, or standing with me in a lineup, I'm always so curious about what people do for a living. And for some reason, I just have some magic ingredient somewhere that gives me the information that you need, some of the choices that you could start making in your business to have way more fun as a business owner, to make way more money as a business owner, and, you know, to just really shine bright. Because, you know, like you can have a job that is cleverly disguised as a business, you know, you can just, you know, do hourly things and call it a business, or you can be in your real talents, capacities, and abilities. And what happens in business is when you are in your real talents and capacities and abilities, all of these lights shine on. You become totally glowing as you, as a business owner. And like you probably even had times already in your business where you're like, God, I've been working on this thing for a week and it feels like I've been working on it for five minutes. And I'm just so excited and switched on and so thrilled with the results that I'm getting. And you probably had the act the exact opposite in your business sometimes too, where you're like, oh my God, I've been working on this for four days and it feels like I have zero traction. And so one of the things I'd love to point out to you is that when you actually know what it is that you like to do in your business and you have a business model that fits your business, then the business model can actually inform you more about what your geniuses are. And then you could begin to start to ask questions based on that. So, you know, just for example, one of my geniuses is not taking anything seriously. And so, you know, a question that I do ask myself is, am I taking this too seriously? <laughs> and then I even ask myself, like, out of 10, how serious am I taking this? And sometimes it's like 60 out of 10. And uh, so I'm like, okay, good. It's time to take a break then if I'm really, really taking this way, way too seriously. And so one of the things that you can do right away is to know what your number one thing it is that you're here to be and do. And so I am learning, I've been in a year long intensive um, looking at something called human design which has been around, I think, for about 30 years now. And you can just go to any human design, uh, human design America or jovinarchive.com and pull up your human design chart. And the number one thing that you're here to be and do is your personality sun. And so you could pull up that chart and find out what that personality sun is and Google it and start to investigate it. And you might find out it's something completely different than you expected it to be. 
you know, so for me, my personality son has, um, it's like, basically, I will always run into the right people, I will always meet the correct people. And um, I will also always have people judging me that my life's too easy that, you know, you know, I must be just you know, flowing along and not really doing anything special and everything just comes to me. Well, here's the thing. Things do come to me. And it's so funny. I'm such a great connector. I will have had a conversation with somebody recently or maybe not so recently. And then my clients are like, oh, I really need an introduction for this thing. And I'll be like, oh my God, I just met somebody. And so that's part of that 47 frequency that is my design or my personality son. And, you know, like, don't let it freak you out because it's a huge chart. You're going to need somebody to have a look at it with you. And you're going to need to ask some specific questions about what it is that you'd like to have information on because it's very, very comprehensive. So it's basically like opening up the joy of cooking and then figuring out that there's like a thousand recipes in there before you even know what you're hungry for. And so, yeah, your personality son is going to give you a lot of information about what you're here to be and do. And so for me, if I'm in a business where I have to be serious all the time, then that's not the correct business for me. And so if you listen to my first interview, my very first show that I did with Christine is uh, I talked about how I got fired for laughing too much at work. And so, you know, if you're not here to be serious, because there are people who are here to be serious, stone cold serious, and be very valuable in their seriousness, but I'm not one of them. (laughs) So isn't that a relief, the science of differentiation that we're all here to be and do and have different things on this planet and fulfill our roles. And so you're probably thinking, well, how does that go with a business model, Jennifer? Well, here's the thing. You know, if I was writing a business model for myself, I would not write being serious in any part of my business model. I would be like, okay, well, cool. How much fun can she have? Who can she spend time with that is fun for her and for her to really, really uh, get to spend time with people who are fun and funny? And then also radiate that fun and funny out into the world. And so having my own radio show and my own podcast and my own TV show is something that really is correct for me. And, you know, if you're having a look at your personality, son, and it really appears to be somebody, you know, who's a mover and shaker behind the scenes, and that's what we want for you. We want you to have a business and a business model that allows you to be a mover and a shaker behind the scenes. And so I wonder if that's actually you. And Yeah, so that's actually basically what I wanted to say about having a business model that works for you. So maybe you haven't actually looked at a business model and were aware of, you know, some old ancient business model systems. There's a new business model that I work with with my clients that really shows them, you know, where their clients are coming in their business naturally, where they're having to work too hard to get clients to come into their business. And then also the systems and processes that they can set up for themselves that they can either pay somebody to run if it's not their jam, 
or they can actually, you know, run it themselves with what I call business elegance. Because here's the thing, you're not here to be in a flap about anything, really. Like you're just not. Even today, I kind of like slid sideways <laughs> and made everybody upset uh, here because I was too late to get onto my show. And, you know, it was me being in a flap with something else in my life. And so as a business owner, as a business owner, the thing is, is to be a boss about everything it is that you're here to be and do. Keisha's saying, just palpitations. <laughs> yeah, so when you allow yourself to get into a flap about your business and or you allow your personal life to sort of ease into your business life and get you off your game, then having a correct business plan that sort of picks up the slack for you is something that I would highly, highly recommend. And so we're just heading into break now. And what I wanted to talk to you guys about when we get off of our break is, hold on, what was the next thing I promised you? What's the next thing I promised you? Oh my goodness, this thing's not opening. What is the next thing I promised them, Keisha? <laughs> so freaking funny. So let me remember what I promised you. Let me get this open. Oh, so funny. Anyways, <laughs> anyways, I totally brain farted it. Exactly. So when we come back from our break, I'm going to talk to you more about what you can and what you can't do in your business. No, I'm definitely not going to do that. I'm going to talk to you more about when people project at you what you can and what you can't do in your business, what can you do? What questions can you ask? And how much fun can you have having a business that actually works for you? Because here's the thing. One of the things that I super love is that we do have the freedom to create a business, even if it's parallel to a job that we have. You know, if you have a day job right now and you'd like to have a business, you can start to create one while you're creating an income through your regular job. And then also when you have your own business, you're the only person who gets to tell you when you stop working. You're the only person who gets to tell you what you can and what you can't do in your business. So, you know, if you've allowed your family or you've allowed, you know, even previous clients uh, who have a different idea about what it is that you do for business to stop you from creating the business that really fulfills you, really makes you feel switched on and really in your talents and purposes, then here's the thing you have to be able to tell them no, even if you don't even really have a conversation with them. The conversation is completely internal. What happens for you is, am I going to let this person stop me from doing what it is that I came here to do? And just check into your body. Like, are you? And if you are, then what do you make that mean about you? Like, does it actually work for you to allow other people to tell you what it is that you're going to do for business? <laughs> or maybe you could just do what's fun for you and start to create a business plan around what's fun for you. I wonder how fun that would be. 
so interesting. I freaking love it. So how does it get any better than this? <laughs> I wonder what else we're going to talk about after the break. I am so thrilled to be here with you on Big Fat Lies. This is Jennifer Kramer Lewis. And yeah, I wonder what we're going to talk about after the break. <laughs> Have you ever said to yourself, I knew I shouldn't do that. How did that feel? What did you make that mean about you? Business coach, shaman and seer, Jennifer Kramer Lewis stands for you being deliciously ambitious, passionately productive, oh so profitable, and creating a life that is truly delightful in every area. Tune in to Big Fat Lies every Friday at 1 p.m. Pacific, 2 p.m. Mountain, 3 p.m. Central, and 4 p.m. Eastern on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com to open your eyes to the big fat lies that are keeping business owners from being the bright shining beacons they came here to be. Are you a subject matter expert? Are you here to share your expertise with an audience waiting to hear from you in only the way you can deliver? Are you ready to have your voice amplified across the airwaves? Inspired Choices Network has a global radio platform streaming to millions of people across the world. Professionally produced and supported by an accomplished team every step of the way, you can broadcast from anywhere in the world knowing your voice matters and we ensure it is delivered with ease and efficiency. Eager to hear your message, the world awaits. Contact us today to become an Inspired Choices Network radio host. Email become a host at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. This is Big Fat Lies with business coach, shaman and seer, Jennifer Kramer Lewis. To participate in the program, join our live studio audience in our chat room at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com or send a question or comment to Jennifer at jennifercramerlewis.com. Hey guys, Woo! we're are back for segment number two. So I found my show notes here. And so in segment number two, I want to talk about if you don't have the resume that supports this business, you will fail, go broke and have to wear a fee bag dress. <laughs> So that's big fat lie number two of this TV show called You Can't Do That in Business. Well, here's the thing. So much of the talents and capacities and abilities that you have that you're actually here to um, enjoy might not actually show up on your resume. And it's interesting. I remember thinking... Um, that I really should have a bunch of ABCDs after my name, you know, Jennifer Kramer Lewis, PhD or whatever. I remember there was a time in my life where that actually meant something to me. And the funny thing is all of the stuff that I've done in my lifetime, um, you know, I've, I've collected a, a bunch of diplomas. Like if I was one of those kind of people that has diplomas behind her, um, you know, there would be a whole wall through of diplomas and designations and certifications. I seem to be the type of person that collects that type of knowledge. And um, so if you are that type of person that collects that type of knowledge, is it somehow less, I don't know, less legit is what I wanna say. Is it less legit than you know having your PhD or having your masters or having your whatever? 
after your name. And so when we go into business or when we go into consulting, sometimes we think maybe we don't have what it takes in order to be able to deliver for the client. And so it's very interesting. The universe actually brings you clients that you can deliver for. And that's not saying that you don't need to have your proper client, you know, contracts in place and, you know, definitely go through a negotiation process on what it is that you are going to be able to do for people if your business is that type of business. But even if your business is a storefront, even if your business is a bricks and mortar type of business, for you to feel whole and complete as a being, you may not need to have more certifications. You may actually need to go in and do the deep work because it's so interesting. I have met people at the very, very, very top of their game who still have imposter syndrome. So imposter syndrome, you guys, is where, you know, you just sort of feel like you need one more gold star. You need one more certification. You should go get one more degree before you should, you know, before you can be let go on the public. Do you know what I mean? Before you can open your business doors, you need just this one certification or just this one um, extra thing. And so let's go into that a little bit. So how would you know if you had imposter syndrome? Well, perfectionism is a really, really great indicator of whether or not you have imposter syndrome. So, you know, say you've, you know, written chapter after chapter of a book, but you've never taken it to a publisher, you know, you've never given it to someone to have a look at, or you've written all of these courses in your mind, oh, well, you know, if I taught people how to do this, you know, this is exactly what I would teach them, or, you know, maybe you have a closet full of amazing things that you've sewn or, you know, put together or, you know, like maybe you have all of these closet talents that you haven't let out on the world because you want them to be absolutely perfect before anyone gets to see them. So that's one really, really great way for you to stop yourself from having fun in business is having perfectionism and having, um, imposter syndrome. So another thing that can happen, another way that you can know that you have this imposter syndrome is that when you get into a room of people, you tend to think, oh, well, I better not say anything. I better not offer an opinion. I better not um, engage too much because if I open my mouth, these people will find out how much I don't know. So I wonder if that's something that you've suffered from is that you don't really want to share your opinions or, or even share some different things that people could do differently because you don't want people to know how much you don't know. <laughs> I remember being a kid, God, I learned all of my biggest lessons before seven. I remember someone saying to me, um, it's better to be silent and thought a fool, then open your mouth and remove all doubt. And so one, that's like heartbreakingly cruel to say to someone. And two, it's like, how will you ever learn anything if you don't converse? And so for a huge 
part of the population, they are relational learners. And so having a conversation about your understanding of a topic or having a conversation with a client about some things that you could possibly do for them and with them is so much better than just, you know, one, staying silent because you're completely doing the perfectionism and the imposter syndrome, or two, just refusing to engage, refusing to try a new client stream because you think you have to have it all perfect first. And so I do see that quite a bit. And then the final thing that I see, well, not the final thing, but the final thing that I actually want to talk about on this imposter syndrome kick is, um, is the huge waves that people have in their business. Huge, huge waves that people have in their business. They get super excited about things um, and then they get super dashed. They're like, oh my God, that's never gonna work. And you know, for half of the population, uh, you're something called an emotional authority. And so if you are receiving these huge waves, um, one, they could be yours. And two, they could be a reflection of someone else's waves. And so we can talk about that. Um, but if they are yours, then what you actually need to do is be curious, be so, so curious about what these waves are showing you. And if none of the waves are true, if they're just like, even if the like super elation part, like you're like, oh my God, this is gonna be the best thing ever. If that's not true, if you can just sit with it and you can get information from that elation wave, like, okay, well, if people were to get excited about my solution or my product or my thing or my service, then here's all the things that they could possibly get excited about. So, you know, journal on the elation wave, start to write in your business plan on the elation wave, you know, start to actually have conversations with people while you're on the elation wave. Don't make any promises. Don't make any promises yet. And then when you get down on the bottom of the wave, you know, you're like, oh my God, here's all of the things that could possibly go wrong with this business. Here's all of the things, you know, here's all of the places where, you know, I might not measure up in this business. So when you're in the bottom of your wave, don't take any of that seriously either, but be very, very, very curious about the bottom of your wave too, because it may give you information on what part of the business that you can contract out. And so we're going to end up talking about that in section three. Uh, but you don't have to do everything in your business. And so the bottom part of your wave will give you information on the stuff that doesn't make you feel good, the stuff that makes you upset, the stuff that might even take you off about that part of your business. And so if you shove it away and you don't allow yourself to feel the bottom part of your wave, like I was talking about yesterday or last week about, you know, chips and wine. I'm like, oh, I'm really feeling crappy. So I'm just going to go have some chips and wine. Well, what that does is it dulls the bottom part of your wave. So you can't actually receive the information that the bottom part of your wave can give you. And, you know, that's really cool 
information. And so um, I think a lot of our culture has made it that you're not allowed to feel sad. You're not allowed to feel bad. You're not allowed to, you know, have any sort of waves as a business owner. You got to be like super even keel. Well, there's a certain part of the population who is super even keel. And so those, if you are an emotional, passionate person, if you have sort of like a Mediterranean personality, well, then it's probably best for you to have people who work with you who have a really even keel. I know for myself, my assistant is what's called a sacral generator. She's like super even keel, doesn't get excited about much. And so she doesn't have the benefit of being able to get excited about stuff that I do because I get freaking jacked. And so the bottom part of that wave is going to give you a ton of information if you will allow yourself to receive it. And so journal on it, meditate on it, sit in silence on it, and, you know, really check into that part of your wave so that you do get the full spectrum of information. It's so interesting. When I first heard about being an emotional authority, I thought, oh my God, that's freaking freaky. I don't know whether or not I want to be an emotional authority. <laughs> that's just a little scary. And um, I really had to check in to the fact that I do feel deeply and I always will feel deeply. It's like a huge part of my chart. So not only do I get information about what I'm feeling deeply, I get tons of information about what you're feeling deeply as a business owner, as a person and helping you have a really holistic experience in your life and in your business. Because you're not just here to deliver, you're here to have a full experience in your life, you know, to have fun, to be super excited about stuff, to even have the experience of being super pissed off about stuff. That's actually what I came here to feel and do and receive. And so that might be one of the big fat lies is that we're supposed to be mellow all the time. We're supposed to be chill all the time. We're not supposed to get super jacked about life. Um, I don't think so. I am totally here to be completely jacked about life at all times. <laughs> So if you have had that experience where you're like, oh my God, I can't seem to calm myself down. Well, what if that's a superpower? What if that's a super capacity that you feel deeply? What if you're actually here to save some part of humanity with your ability to feel deeply? What if you're the type of person that always knows what's going on? And, you know, so shutting that out with chips and wine or, you know, shutting it out with uh, Netflix and chill is actually stopping that genius that you have for being sensitive. Like, what if? <laughs> so that's one of the things that I'm here to be into is to point out the big fat lies that are stopping you from having the full spectrum of your experience. So. I wonder how much fun you can have with the full spectrum of your experience. I wonder. So we are heading into a break right now. And after the break, we are going to start talking about magic has no place in business. 
And then the second thing that I want to talk to you about is if you don't know how to do something yourself, then you can't direct somebody else. Therefore, you must learn all of the jobs yourself first. So that's why you're going to want to stay after the break is to talk about magic in business and how to step right into the magic of your business. And then also, what if you don't actually have to know all the jobs in your business? What if wouldn't that be interesting and cool if you didn't actually have to know every single thing? And I'm actually going to give you some questions that you can ask to really step into your genius and really allow that there are other people that you can invite into your business. And it doesn't just, you know, it's so funny, like people are like, well, I can't afford to hire a VA. I can't afford to hire somebody to do all of my web pages. You know, I can't afford to, you know, have somebody come in and make my house all beautiful and, you know, smell clean and wonderful. I can't afford it. I can't afford it. I can't afford it. Well, here's one of the things that I totally uh, want you to know is the more you expand your life, the more money comes in to fill those places and spaces. And so when you make a deal with the universe that you're going to employ people and make use of their talents, capacities, and abilities, then the universe is like, okay, you can have the money for that. It's so funny. It's almost like reverse engineering. So, you know, you can't just have the money for nothing. You actually have to have the money to be able to employ someone else. (laughs) So contrary. I'm sure your parents probably told you, oh, well, when you have the money, you can buy that thing. And when you have the money, you can have that thing. And when you have the money, when you have the money, when you have the money. But here's the thing. Money always comes in to fill a vacuum. And so if you can articulate a vacuum, then what can happen is the money will come in. But you have to choose first what you're going to do with it. And then the money can come in. (laughs) So freaking funny. Well, how does it get any better than this? I think we're going off on a break pretty quick here. (laughs) I wonder, Keisha, are we going off on a break now? Have you ever said to yourself, I knew I shouldn't do that. How did that feel? What did you make that mean about you? Business coach, shaman and seer, Jennifer Kramer Lewis, stands for you being deliciously ambitious, passionately productive, oh so profitable, and creating a life that is truly delightful in every area. Tune in to Big Fat Lies every Friday at 1 p.m. Pacific, 2 p.m. Mountain, 3 p.m. Central, and 4 p.m. Eastern on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com to open your eyes to the big fat lies that are keeping business owners from being the bright shining beacons they came here to be. This is Big Fat Lies with business coach, shaman and seer, Jennifer Kramer Lewis. To participate in the program, join our live studio audience in our chat room at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com or send a question or comment to jennifer at jennifercramerlewis.com. Well, let's talk about magic, people. 
Let's talk about magic in business. Have you ever walked into a business and thought, wow, this is the most beautiful place I've ever walked into? And I often have this with, um, with flower shops. I'm sure I've had a thousand different flower shops and a thousand different dimensions. And so what is it about that business that turns all your lights on? And so this might be an experiment that I ask you to really be curious about this week is you know, what is a magic business and what is a magic business to you? So what is the client experience in a magic business for you? How do you feel when you walk in the door? How do you feel as you're sort of perusing the business services or perusing the business website or actually being in a physical bricks and mortar business? Like what is the energy of that business and how magic do you feel when you get to interact with that business? And so it's so funny, like I love magic and I love serendipity. And I, you know, that's my number one reason for being is serendipity. And so when I go into a business or I receive service that's stellar, I always, always recognize it to the business owner if they're there. And um, I always recognize it to the person who gives me really remarkable service. And then I take mental notes to myself, like, what was it that they were doing that allowed me to feel so well served? You know, what was the feeling that I had in that business? Or what was the feeling that I had while interacting with that business? And so being so curious about what the magic is as a business owner, because if you can recognize it, you can have it. And if you can recognize it, you can be it in your own business. And one of the things that I super love is when somebody actually listens to me and really tries to make sure that I have, you know, I mean, within the confines of um, their business structure, that I have a customized experience that speaks to what it is that I would like to receive. And, um, you know, I might even do a big fat lies on this or a training on this, but, you know, onboarding your clients is part of that magic experience. And I really do believe that magic has its place in business and you can invite a magic experience with your clients so that as many of them as possible feel like they're having a one-on-one -on -one experience with you and for you, you know, this business isn't just about the client. Business is about you too. It's a magical gifting and receiving of, you know, talents. And also you get to experience your client's transformation after they receive your transformation. So, you know, whatever it is that you do for a living, say you own a dress shop and someone comes in and they're like, oh, I really hate trying on clothes. Uh, this is what my body looks like. I can't really find anything. 
that fits my body, well, then somebody in that dress shop might just be completely magic with fashion. And they know exactly from your body shape, exactly what clothes in the store will look amazing. Well, isn't that so cool that they have the ability to use their talents and capacities to serve you in such a way that you automatically feel better about yourself. You automatically have more confidence and feel more beautiful. Well, isn't that an amazing transaction? So the person wins who finds the fashion, who loves the fashion, and the person wins who gets to wear the fashion and take it home and, and test drive it on their family and their friends and, you know, receive, you know, positive attention in a way that perhaps they've never ever received before. Isn't that cool? And then when you think about consulting, well, if you have a consulting business, if you have a training business, if you have a coaching business, well, your consulting and training and coaching business will have its own cachet. It will have its own magic. Even looking at my own business, if I don't take anything seriously, the ability to pivot fast in business and to get right to the heart of what it is that your business does is something that I know absolutely I can do. And then I just have structures mind, you know, I'm a designer, I'm an architect inside my mind to be able to set up the systems and set up the business elegance that you need in order to be able to stay in your full talent. So it's kind of like finding clothes that work, finding clothes that look beautiful. You know, there will be a fashion in which you do business that will allow you to be more magical. So say you're a super shy person and there's absolutely no bloody way you would ever have a radio show or a TV show, but you're actually excellent at writing. Well, then that's really what you should be doing. It's really what you should be doing. And if you're really, really excellent at one-on-one -on -one work, then that's what you really should be doing. And there's systems and structures in place, you guys, so that we can still basically have a one-on-one -on -one experience with one another, have intimacy with one another. And yet we're meeting over the internet. We're meeting over the phone. And so the magic comes in the fashion that you are doing business in. And so if it feels clunky, if it feels like something that's not fitting, then what we need to do is we need to actually pull everything apart and have a look at the ingredients and make sure that all of the ingredients that you're including in your life, including in your business, including your body, we need to make sure that all of that fits, that all of that is comfortable, that all of that actually speaks to a future that you want to stick around for, because that's really difficult to have a business that's uncomfortable. You know, you're getting like a business wedgie from <laughs> your uncomfortable business. And yeah, you just can't have business that's magic when you're having a business wedgie at the same time. So I wonder what we're going to talk about on the other side of the break. Uh, I want to talk to you about this business lie 
this big fat business lie that you have to actually know how to do all of the roles before you can hire somebody to do the roles. And I'm here to tell you that is a complete freaking lie. You don't have to know how to set up web pages. You don't even have to know how to run your appointment system. I mean, it's really helpful if somebody's talking to you that you know how to grab your phone and put an appointment in your calendar and send them a reminder. But if you actually had a secretary who did all of that kind of stuff, whether it's a man or a woman, I don't care. But how much more ease, how much more relaxation, and how much more business elegance could you have if you had somebody in all of the roles that allow you to have a completely profitable business without the stupid big fat lie that you have to know how to do any of that kind of stuff? <laughs> so that's what we're going to talk about after the break. So you're going to want to stick around. My name is Jennifer Kramer Lewis, and you are listening on Inspired Choices Network to Big Fat Lies. So you're going to want to see me after the break. <laughs> Have you ever said to yourself, I knew I shouldn't do that? How did that feel? What did you make that mean about you? Business coach, shaman and seer, Jennifer Kramer Lewis stands for you being deliciously ambitious, passionately productive, oh so profitable, and creating a life that is truly delightful in every area. Tune in to Big Fat Lies every Friday at 1 p.m. Pacific, 2 p.m. Mountain, 3 p.m. Central, and 4 p.m. Eastern on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com to open your eyes to the big fat lies that are keeping business owners from being the bright shining beacons they came here to be. This is Big Fat Lies with business coach, shaman and seer, Jennifer Kramer Lewis. To participate in the program, join our live studio audience in our chat room at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com or send a question or comment to jennifer at jennifercramerlewis.com. Oh my goodness, this is our final segment. And so of course I saved the juice for the end. One of the things that people really, really, really fall down a very expensive rabbit hole with is thinking that they need to know how to do every single role in their business. They're like, okay, well, one, they get into the perfectionism trap and they think, okay, well, I need to know how to set up web pages or I need to know how to write a really juicy sales letter or I need to know this thing or that thing before I can invite people into my business. Well, one of the things that I would really, really love to invite you to is why did you start your business in the first place? Like what was the big, big invitation for you to have a business? You know, like what's your big, big vision with this business? And so if you're listening to this later, uh, anywhere of the amazing places that my team makes this magically show up for me, um, I would love for you to write in the comments, like, what is your big vision for your business? Tell me what your business is and what your vision is for your business. Or send me an email at jennifer at jennifercramerlewis.com and tell me what your big vision is for your business. And, you know, feel free to ask me a question about your business, because the thing is, this information came uniquely to you. It's interesting. I have this conversation all the time with my clients. 
Um, if you look at when fire showed up on planet Earth, it happened in about five different places within, you know, a really short amount of time that people learned how to use fire as a tool. And, you know, so the idea, you know, like, oh, I'm going to catch lightning and then I'm going to keep feeding it to make sure it kept burning came to maybe five different tribes of people on the planet at the same time. And so this is what happens with ideas, you guys. Ideas will happen, um, you know, they'll come up in the cosmic goo uh, and a bunch of different people will pick up this idea out of the cosmic goo as their idea. The magic is in the implementation. So you're going to know this is true for you because you will probably have, you know, three to five to 10 to 50 ideas that somebody else implemented. And you want to know why? <laughs> because they got the information too. And they had the systems and processes, or at least a facility with systems and processes to go ahead and start to implement the idea that came from the psychic goo or the zeitgeist, as my friend uh, Beth Davis calls it. And is it important that you didn't implement the idea that you got about, you know, whatever it is? No, it's not. Because ideas will always keep circulating until they meet the people who can implement them. So notice how many ideas that you have on a regular basis and then start to ask those ideas questions like, oh, are you actually an idea for me to implement or do I have to introduce you to someone else is a question that I get all the time, you know, because I get tons of ideas because I'm completely open. You know, my top two chakras are completely open. So 99% of the stuff that comes in my head is actually not for me to implement. Um, it could be, however, for me to work with somebody who needs systems and processes in order to be able to implement the idea so I can introduce the idea to lots of people. And, you know, so when you think that you have to do all of the roles in your business, how much disservice are you giving to these ideas that are coming in for yourself? So maybe one of the things that you can do is you can start to write a list of all of the roles and responsibilities in your business. So you as the business owner, obviously are going to be at the top of the triangle, please. And then, you know, who needs to be just below you to make sure that you get everything done in your business? Well, today, I actually needed somebody to manage my household. So that might be one of the next, um, the next employment opportunities that are available chez moi is, you know, somebody who's not me, who manages the household, who makes sure that everybody gets what they need on time. And so that includes me, so I can be in my studio so that I can actually be here on time to work with you. And so who's in the next bucket down? Do I need to know everything that a household manager would do? Probably not just along every, as everything is shiny and it gets put back where I kind of think it's going to be and that everybody in the household isn't completely upset. I probably wouldn't hire a total bull in China shop of a household manager. 
But think about that for yourself. Like who's the next in command? You know, if your business Starship Enterprise has you as Captain Picard, who's your right hand man or woman? Who can do that for you? And do you have to absolutely know everything that they're doing? Nope. And so what if you had a list of maybe 10 roles and responsibilities that you need to actually fill in your business? And what if you don't have to be that person? Like, what if you don't? What if you gave yourself permission to not be that person? And also, as you look at those roles and responsibilities, what percentage of your time are you using to do the stuff that you are not in your highest talents? And so when you think about it, what do those people bill out at? You know, do they get paid $10 an hour, $20 an hour, $30 an hour? And what do you bill out as a business owner? Like, what do you charge your hours out at? Or what's a day of your time worth? Because here's the thing, if you're not working in your highest talents and abilities, are you doing what it is that you came here to do? Is your business set up correctly? Does your business model need an overhaul? Do we need to have a look at these things? And that's my invitation to you, you guys. Please reach out. You're not meant to do any of this alone. You're just really not. The idea of being a solopreneur, I think there's like a tiny percentage, tiny percentage of people on the planet who have all of the talents that they need in order to be able to execute a profitable business. You know, otherwise, you're basically just killing yourself with your business. I love that word execute. That's so funny that I put that there. Yeah. And that's, I would say that that's probably my number one reason for being is to give you guys the opportunity to be able to have a business that is so joyful, is so switched on, is attracting the clients that you're just so thrilled and so proud of yourself that you can work with these clients, you know? And if you got over your imposter syndrome and you had a business model that actually worked for you (laughs) and you quit doing all of the jobs, how much more fun could you have? How much more fun? So here's my invitation. Please meet me next week for Big Fat Lies. Um, I just love talking to you guys about this stuff. And next week's Big Fat Lies, we're going to talk about family and lies. And I don't have a topic yet, but that's what it's going to be about. Business, family, and lies. <laughs> Thank you for listening to Big Fat Lies with business coach, shaman and seer, Jennifer Kramer Lewis. Join us next week at 1 p.m. Pacific, 2 p.m. Mountain, 3 p.m. Central, and 4 p.m. Eastern on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. Until next week, Jennifer invites you to laugh at limitation and live life delightfully by opening your eyes to the big fat lies.